like to learn more about our host, OJ Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O J T as in Tom, O K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. But I want to share with you six reasons pertaining to us that holds us back from, or holds God, holds God back from answering our prayers. And we're going to go through some scriptures. And the first we're going to look at is James chapter 4, verse 2. James chapter 4, verse 2, and I'm quoting this from the New Living Translation. It says something like this. You want what you do not have. So you scheme and kill for it. You are jealous for what others have and you can't have it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. You do not have what you want because you did not ask God for it. Number one reason, prayerlessness. Prayerlessness. Number one reason why prayers are not answered is because there was no prayer to answer. Prayerlessness. Prayerlessness. I find it interesting that James, again, from the New Living Translation, it talks about how you want what you don't have, so you scheme for it. You scheme, connive, manipulate, strategize, spice up your profile for it. <laughs> you kill for it. You might not kill somebody physically, but kill their reputation, hate on people, say things, try to interfere in relationships. Some people are jealous for others because others have something that they don't have. So they fight and they war, causing chaos and drama and hating and putting stuff on Facebook and <laughs> implying things. And, and all they have to do was just say, ask God for it. You don't have because you didn't ask. Prayer. That's number one. Number two, of course, I'm sure somebody's like, I prayed. Oh, I prayed. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. In the next verse, James 4 verse 3, the New Living Translation. And even when you pray, you don't have it because... Your motive is all wrong. You only want to spend it on your pleasures. The Amplified Version says, you don't receive because you ask with the wrong purpose. And selfish desires. And going back to the New Living Translation says, you only want to spend it on your pleasures. It's all about me. Selfishness, number two. 
The first person is because they didn't pray. Prayerlessness. The second person, they prayed is just that their motives were selfish. Selfishness. The Greek word translated as pleasure in James 4.3 is hedone. Hedone. That's where we get the word hedonism. 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 Hedonism is attributed to a Greek philosopher known as Aristippus. Aristippus was a student of Socrates. Aristippus is considered to be the founder of the ethics of hedonism. H-E-D-O-N-I-S-M. And hedonism is a philosophy, a doctrine, that says the attainment of pleasure is the highest good. The number one thing you should strive for is pleasure. Self-gratification. That's what hedonism is. So in that verse, it's alluding to that. I want this or that, or I want to get married so that I can be happy. I want to get married so that I can get busy with it. I don't care about the other person. I just want to get mine. I want to get married so that I can have my needs met. I want to get married so that I and Remember, a few months back, we talked about how relationships are not about me, they are about we. It's all about me. Amplified said, you asked for the wrong purpose. That's why we spend time dealing with purpose of relationships and dealing with your purpose. Because when you pray, you pray with your purpose and the other person's purpose are more importantly God's purpose in mind. But when we pray based on what I want, God's not going to answer that prayer. Selfishness. So number one is prayerlessness. Number two, selfishness. Number three is indifference. I don't care. Proverbs 21.13, Proverbs 21.13 says, He who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will himself cry and not be heard. He who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will himself cry and will not be heard. The New King James Version phrases it this way. He who shuts his ears to the poor will be ignored in their time of need. Obviously, when you hear the word poor, you know there's a lack. Somebody somewhere has a lack. You are aware of it. It's one thing if you're not aware, and if it's one thing if you're not even in a position to help out. You are aware of the need, and you can help with the need, but you choose not to. You just ignore it. And God is saying, if you do that, I can't help you either, because I'm just mimicking what you did. 
A prime example of this, I might, I'm not, I might be wrong regarding the scriptural reference, I think is Matthew 24, the story of the unforgiving servant. He had a need. He goes to the king, I can't pay you, forgive me. King said, no problem. Somebody else had a need that he could meet, which is forgive the other servant. But he refused. And because he refused that servant, because he shut his ear to the plea of the person crying to forgive him, the king now said, you know what, forget this. He got in trouble as well. So, indifference. Knowing that someone has a need, someone needs your help, someone, they may not even ask you directly, but you know you can help this person out, you know you're in a position to, to lend a hand and you choose not to, then God is like saying, I can't help you either. So indifference, okay? So number one is prayerlessness. Number two, selfishness. Number three is indifference. Number four is unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Mark eleven twenty three, popular scripture for a lot of people who are into faith. If you speak to this mountain, to be removed and to be cast into the sea, and you believe that what you say will come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. Therefore, based on that principle, Mark eleven twenty four. when you pray, whatever you ask, believe that you receive it and you will have it. Then verse 25, which often is excluded, says when you start praying, making it clear, this is when you're praying. And you know you have something against somebody, forgive them. So that your Father in heaven will forgive you. Then verse 26 says, if you don't forgive them, then he will not forgive you. Unforgiveness blocks God from answering our prayers. Unforgiveness. One, prayerlessness. Two, selfishness. Three, indifference. Four, prayerlessness. I'm sorry, four, unforgiveness. Number five is faithlessness. No faith. No faith. James chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. James chapter 1. Verses 5 to 7, I'm paraphrasing here. He says, if any of you lack wisdom, God bless you. Ask God who will not, who gives, generous, he who gives generously without fault finding. However, ask with faith, not doubting. Ask with faith, not doubting. Some translations say, ask with belief, but don't doubt. Because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven by the wave of the sea, tossed to and fro. Let that person, James 1, 7, let that person not think they will receive anything, anything from God. It starts off asking about, if you want wisdom, ask God. Then it ends up saying, if you don't ask with faith, you doubt. You're not going to get anything, not just wisdom, anything. Obviously, when you're asking for wisdom, it's applicable to anything else you're asking from God. 
ask with faith, no doubting. Now here's the question mark. No doubting? Talks, man. Dude, I doubt all the time. <laughs> I doubt all the time too. Well, let's break this down a little bit. James did not elaborate on doubting, but we're going to go back to Mark 11, 23 and 24. It gives us a clear understanding of the doubting issue. So let's go back to Mark 11, 23 and 24. And I want you guys to notice a couple of things. Jesus is a speaker. How many of you know when Jesus speaks is very important? Jesus starts off by saying this. Assuredly, I say to you, and I'm quoting from the New King James Version. Assuredly, I say to you. Okay? Jesus is a speaker. He says, this is for real. I say to you, if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And believe in your heart. And believe and not doubt in your heart. That what you say will come to pass. You'll have what you say. Didn't say you'll have what you think, what you wish, what you hope for. What you say. But let's deal with the doubting issue. He, Jesus says, if you don't doubt in your heart. Not in your head. There's a difference between doubting in your head and doubting in your heart. Really, we can't help doubts in the head. You can't stop the enemy from putting thoughts in your mind, but you can stop the thoughts from staying in your heart. So the issue is doubting in your heart, not doubting in your head, because it's inevitable. Everybody here knows they've prayed for some things by faith, and they know they've doubted somewhere along the line in their head. As long as you don't doubt in your heart, you're straight because the enemy is going to come and put stuff in your head. That's why the battle is in the head. That's why we need to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Just don't let it get into your heart. The million dollar question then is, how do I know if I'm doubting in my heart? Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.